Hi, it's really great to have you with us. I'm Rob Porter. My wife Heather and I have the amazing privilege of being the senior pastors at Kingdom Culture Church in Burpengary, Queensland. We have an incredible preaching team and I hope that this message will encourage and bless you as you listen. recap a little bit of you seem rowdy tonight and and no it's bad you're rubbing off on me and so um, so we're going to look at uh, what we've done in past legacies because sometimes what we've done is a great encouragement for where we're going uh, and so if we could go into the legacy recap that would be amazing I'm going to go on this side uh, let's put the first one up so the first thing we've done over the last couple of years of legacy is we've given $146,000 um, to our mission zones, for if you're new in this church, uh, and that by far is our biggest outlay, like by a long way. Uh, and so, um, just incredible. It's gone to the ongoing feeding of 600 refugees. I was chatting with Dad before he went to the airport today. I went, hold on, 600? He's like, yep. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, Fred, we send them the money and they get flour and rice and oil and all this stuff that we provide and they make bulk meals for 600 people. I said, 600? He said, yes. I said, really? He said, Fred, I've got to go to the airport. And so, um, but I just think, I just think, what a flipping honour to, to not just be a part of like building a thing, even though that's awesome or whatever, but like feeding people that, and, and many of which are not saved. But the Oswald Baptist Church is trying to get them saved. And Craig will be preaching to them on Friday night to get more saved. Uh, and so just so incredible. Uh, and we have assisted Mizraim Bible College since we've partnered with them uh, about three, four years ago. Um, 900 students have graduated that college. Uh, and it started out by going over there, sending a small amount monthly. We now employ most of the staff there and have an active hand as a church in salary, feeding, clothing the students. So I just think it's just amazing. Well done you. What you've done uh, is phenomenal. Uh, and we'll just whiz through the others quickly we've uh, obviously have aircon thank you uh, uh, so this one's really really cool last year we did a, a startup fund for our ministry college and and we raised money to, to put pastor Caleb on another day which I mean uh, what a great investment pastor Caleb is and um, we now have 20 plus students doing a diploma of ministry or higher we've got more people coming on next year uh, and I just think it's the most brilliant thing ever we're a very Pentecostal church and we love the spirit we love God moving but we also love people being equipped in the scripture in the word of God and getting better in their craft and in their profession so what a great thing that is we've upgraded the cafe area Emma you do an amazing job there we have a mother's room these are from the last three four years um, we uh, have staffed areas across pastoring operations and the executive team through legacy uh, we have blessed our blessed assurances with what you're sitting on um, which is great um, we built uh, a kingdom kids room uh, which is awesome and uh, I said it this morning but she wasn't here uh, Catherine does such a great job with our kids ministry she is incredible um, she is frequently uh, playing violin, running to the kids' area on Wednesdays when we have a one-on-one. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, why? I'm like, I don't know. It just seems hectic. Um, but she's amazing, and obviously we use that for Team HQ on Wednesdays as well, which is great. Uh, is there another one, or is that uh, the recap done? Great. That's, that's, that's all we did, um, which is cool. Um, so we just wanted to uh, recap what we've done and built. Um, with legacy because we think that um, money's a funny thing, hey? It's like it's our resource and we work hard for it and 
And it would be nice to believe that Jesus just didn't really talk about it. He talked about it a lot. And so, but we're going to go through this booklet and, and, and I really want to communicate our senior pastor's heart here. I don't know if you've noticed. Who's noticed that on Sundays we don't do giving sermons anymore? Does anyone notice that? Six people have noticed. Cool. Um, <coughs> I get not many people listen. So, um, <laughs> just kidding. It's all right. Um, the reason we are doing that is because we feel like there's different seasons in the life of a church. And there have been seasons where we've been going through things and we wanted to, what's the word? Keep the lights on, keep the doors open. And so we would talk about finance, but our senior pastors really believe we're coming into a stage of of maturity in the Lord uh, as a church. And of course, we'll always have new people joining, which is why once a year we'll do a giving series. But we really are going to lean in and trust God and be like, hey, they're the ways to give. Be blessed. We trust you. Um, You know, because if we're asking you to trust the Lord with your finances, we as a house need to trust the Lord with our finances. And so so there's going to be probably a bit more of a relaxed feel tonight uh, around legacy, but who has a book? Grab your, grab your booklet. Hey, where is Paigey? Where are you, Paige? Paige, stand up, darling. She did such a great job on these. Absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. You're amazing. She was texting me at 11 last night being like, so where did you want the recap? How did you want to do it? I'm like, this is awesome, but I feel guilty. Don't ask for things last minute. Fred. <clears throat> so... Um, we're going to open the booklet. We've got a message from our senior pastors and the why of giving. Um, we're just going to uh, not skip that, but we're going to let you read that on your time. Um, some great words from the bosses there and some just brilliant words from me. Um, turn to page four. Uh, you will see a great photo of Dad doing a push-up, um, which is awesome. And you'll see a great photo of Dave tensing his forearms on page five. Um, so you look good, man. You look great. <laughs> All right, Fred, just get a bit more serious. Okay, there we go. That's back. <laughs> anyway, uh, first page is missions. Um, can I say, if, if you're new to this church, if you don't know, our senior pastors and, of course, by proxy, our staff, we've got a huge heart for missions. Um, it is more important to give to other people than it is to, even though we love upgrades, we love stuff, there's things we want to do around here, one day we're going to build a building, all that stuff, it's still better to give. It's better to give out. So the first thing um, that, that we want to do, uh, and this was really Pastor Heather's heart, is we want to give a significant gift uh, and we, we, we'll seek out the right avenues for this in the community, but we want to bless chaplains in our area. Uh, and so chaplains do, yeah, you can clap that if you want. Chaplains do a great job, um, a, a really hard job. They're exceptionally underpaid. And so we're going to talk to some people in the area and go, hey, this, this amount we want to give you, what would the best use of it be? And we really believe that's going to um, bless the community because we should be saying something to our community, uh, not just with our worship and our prayers, but with our finance. Uh, the other thing we want to do is we want to double down and bless Ukraine again. So obviously we've just sent our senior pastors and Craig over there. It's going to be a blessing. We've, we've given a significant amount. Um, what we want to do, we've got the two trucks running, um, which once again, you guys bought trucks that pick up food to feed 600 people. It's wild. You're awesome. You're the most Christian Christians ever. Fred, just relax. And so um, what we want to do, though, with this is we want to um, build an outdoor area because currently what's happening is hundreds of refugees are literally just next to each other uh, in the Osgobod Baptist Church. We'd love to build uh, a wooden, uh, basically, dormitory that goes out because a lot of these people, some of them will be able to go back if Ukraine stabilises. Um, Dad's told me stories about uh, teenagers that don't have parents anymore. Um, so they may stay at the church. Um, and so we want to create a space uh, for them to be able to do that. It's pretty heavy, but what a blessing to be able to give into that. Amen. Yeah. 
Okay, moving over to, so that's missions, moving over to, over to people. Um, so we would love to, uh, as every year we do, boost our funds to be able to do some staffing. And the area that we would love to staff specifically next year, there's a few different like one-a-days and stuff, but we want to invest a, a decent amount into someone to oversee discipleship. And so speaking honestly as a family, we feel like we're, we're good at lots of things, but every church has areas we can grow. And obviously our worship is bonkers and um, preaching's all right occasionally. And uh, uh, great community, great people. I feel like we're a very diverse community, which is amazing. But uh, we would really love to double down on the area of discipleship post growth track. Uh, and so actually staff someone a couple of days a week to really be over uh, things like life groups, things like check-ins with, with like everyone that comes through our doors. Uh, and so that's going to be really exciting. The other thing we would love to do uh, is we would love to invest again into our kingdom kids. Uh, and so once again, Catherine's done such a great job when she took on the role. There was about six kids leaders and now you have about 22. Um, so I'll take that 300% growth in four months, um, but we want to invest. And so Pastor Harry's coming over in November, uh, who operates in a really big kids ministry world. And we're actually literally going to say to him, Pastor Harry, what would you do uh, in our kids uh, department area to really bless our team, bless parents, bless kids as they're coming into this space? We're going to lean on his expertise. And I don't know about you, I think that's really exciting. Uh, and so that's going to be great. Uh, good kids church means a good future church. Um, if you turn across the page to Outdoor Renovations, uh, you will see Xavier waving a lightsaber. And so something we would love to do is we would love to gravel that outside area. Because this thing happens when it rains um, where we, um, what is it, can't really have church. And so I'm living in absolute fear of like men's event next year, conference. I'm like, if it rains, we're stuffed. <laughs> Like, sorry, Darlene, um, but we would love to gravel that, um, get some trucks in, level it a little bit and gravel. It's not a car park, but um, it will make things better for when it rains. That's the thing we'd like to do. Outdoor renovations part two uh, is we, this is one again, one of Pastor Heather's hearts is we would love to create a space out there that is like, I mean, we do our best now, right? But a place where you will not die. Uh, in the middle of summer. Uh, mums research, research these like m things that like spray cool water and then an industrial fan and then these plastic things that roll down. What, mum wants to fence it because otherwise parents are like, where's my child? Is he going to run out onto the grass, which is also a car park? If you're new here, we are legit. Um, <laughs> but we would love to just make that space a bit better. Um, one of our um, board members actually has just gone home because I think he got heat stroke watching the baptism. So um, if that's not an advertisement, uh, Dan Rayner, we're praying for you. Uh, if that's not an advertisement for an outdoor area, what is? We would love to do a little bit of, if you go over to indoor renovations, not a whole lot here. Um, we feel like the inside of our building is pretty good. How, um, you know, with what the building is, this is about as good as we're going to get it. Um, but we would like to do a little bit into the bathrooms, get proper hand dryers, some new signage, and just a fresh coat of paint um, would be good, especially in the male's toilets. Don't say anything, Fred. Just turn the page. Just turn the page. But it would be funny. Turn the page. So um, that's great. Praise God. You still with me? Good? Okay. Can you be a bit less with me? <laughs> Great. Yeah, like, Joel's like, I can arrange that. Okay, so lighting. Now, there's a couple of things we need to talk about with lighting, okay? So, I talked to, uh, me and Dad talked to a couple of people um, that run big churches, and we were talking to them about legacy, because, you know, we get advice and we get mentored and all that stuff, and they were like, oh, people don't like lighting, production, sound. And we're like, naive, right? We're like, why? He's like, they just don't give to it. It's just... 
you know, it, it's like a light, do we need more lights? So I thought, how can I pitch this well? And I couldn't come up with anything. So no. Um, so with the lighting side of things, I can do the sort of more classic like, atmosphere is important, we want to cultivate an atmosphere where people can connect with God. Creativity is important, um, we want to give people a space where they can create with lights and sound. And it's all true, it's all true. The other thing we want to do is love on the people that have been serving in that desk for six years, scrimping and scraping. Now, Levi has kind of ruined things because he just, but it backs my point as well. So he got a bunch of lights in for tonight that he got off someone, like rented them or like, like borrowed them, which is great because it looks good. But you can see here, Harry is very upset. <laughs> it's, um, bro, I forgot to tell you this morning, dad led over to me and was like, that guy is so upset about something. And I said, it's the chicken crates. <laughs> He's upset about the chicken crates. So once again, all jokes aside, we, we have never really invested in lighting. And so one, uh, Levi put together, a, honestly, a beautiful, but also responsible proposal uh, for us to be able to upgrade that, uh, which will be great. Um, makes life easier for the guys in the desk and, and for them to be able to flow with our, honestly, world-class worship better. Um, the other thing as well, from a financial perspective, is it's not actually very prudent. Um, for six years, we've been hiring things for events, hiring things for conference, women's conference, Christmas. Uh, it actually adds up to the point where you're like, we could have just bought all this by now. And so we want to be responsible uh, and invest in the lighting, which would be great. The lighting, which usually, to be honest, is those up there and three movers on chicken crates. So, which, once again, hey, you know, it's always hard, right? Because people are like, there's people in the world who don't have any lights. I'm like, I know. There's also people that don't have cars or phones. Like, but if we can create a welcome mat for our community that's engaging and makes them feel safe and is creative, I say, let's do it. So that's great. All right, number two is sound. Sound. So pretty similar um, with the sound element is we really want to um, invest. Um, Stephen has done such a good job over the years. You know, such a good job. Such a good job. And um, there was actually a, a, a young man here this morning who, who does a great sound tech from Extreme Conference in Mackay. And uh, he, he quite a blunt fellow. And uh, he was on holiday with his wife and he came up to him and went, bro, who's your sound guy? I said, oh, it's Stephen. And, and he said, how does he get that out of that? <laughs> and, and then this is what he said. Uh, this is what he said. He goes, Bro, we're just here on holiday. We go to MCF in Mackay. But when I heard your pitch about the sound and what they're working with, me and my wife gave. <laughs> so that's good. So come on, church. If Angus from MCF is going to give towards sound, let's give towards sound, um, which would be great. Um, oh, yeah. And Brett also told me this morning to say that all things have a shelf life and some of ours, yeah. So, um, but all joking aside, being very jovial tonight, having a good time, we, we, we've never really properly, properly invested in this area. And there is things that happen, like there's currently a button that's taped over, sermons get missed, worship moments get missed, and we're very grateful, right? We're very grateful, we, we want to be responsible with finance, but we do feel like it's time, especially with our, our amazing worship and what's happening in that space, to upgrade that, uh, and that's going to be awesome. So, thank you for that, and thank you, Angus. So... If you see on the next page, you will see the final figure. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. I thought the same thing. And I wrote it. Um, so this is obviously a faith-filled figure. $200,000 is a lot of money. 
a lot of money. And we can slice the pie any way we want, and I can tell you that, which would be true, a lot of that's going to not go to us, and a lot of that's going to go to bless the community and overseas and, and, and A, B, and C. But really, none of that really matters. What really matters is our response to God. What really matters is our obedience. And my prayer this afternoon, after I watched the UFC, <laughs> was God, give us this city. Give us this city. And if our treasure is where our money is and our heart is found in that and he wants our heart and to trust us with a city, he needs our heart. I believe two main things, I'm going to talk about this next Sunday night, two main things. There's other things, but two main things follow a genuine revival. Number one is repentance. Number two is generosity. We get set free. We, we say, God, I'm sorry. That's not who I am. And then when we surrender ourselves to him, we're no longer under the... This, and many other things happen too. But there's a couple of cool things happening in our nation and, and two of the markers of that is repentance and generosity. You're going to be hearing in April from Pastor Tim Hall and he will back me up. So just trust me now, but then he'll confirm it <laughs> later. We, we really love you, church. We, we're genuinely amazed. We, we took up a good amount this morning. And once again, we don't feel the need to, to go into it. And by the way, none of this is like, like in January, come to our AGM and hear about where every cent goes exactly. It's more about not trying to twist your arm, not trying to do whatever. I'll give you an update next week on what we've raised and God's good. But we're really leaning into trusting God, trusting you, trusting ourselves, being like, God, you got this. You're the provider. Uh, and I'm really excited. So what I'd love you to do is... Give all your money, no. What I'd love you to do is I'd love you to welcome one of our board of directors, Dave Jackson, uh, and he's going to come. Give him a hand as he comes. And band, if you want to come up as well, that'd be great. But before you do your bit, preach to him for five seconds. Five seconds? Yeah. It's all about Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen! That's about the extent of my preaching career, I think. Uh, but we'll see. Hey, uh, thank you, Pastor Fred. That's, that was an amazing um, message. Yeah, give him a round of applause. Uh, if there's one thing I know about Pastor Fred and, and Anna and Pastor Robin, Pastor Heather, they, they pour their hearts into this house because they feel called to build this house. Um, and I'm really appreciative of that. Um, and we feel really honoured to just be a part of it and serve as a board member and a few other bits and pieces. Um, what Fred asked me to do tonight was just come up and share some thoughts around why we give, uh, both, I guess, tithe um, and, and above and beyond, which we look at legacy as, as that above and beyond element of our, of our financials. Um, so it's a bit of a vulnerable chat. So I'm going to start with something a little vulnerable. You know how like on pants, you have buttons that like you, you put the button through the hole and it just holds nicely. Well, these pants, they look awesome, right? I think they're pretty cool. I've got some new kicks to go with them, um, but it's like a pop button. And Davo's put on some weight. So I love wearing these pants, but if I lifted up my shirt right now, you'd see the buttons are like, it's popped. But I'm still wearing them, so I'm being vulnerable and you're going to be okay with that. We're all going to be a little vulnerable tonight. I feel so, like, conscious about it. Like, if I, I'm never going to go down under the spirit wearing these pants. Because God help me if my shirt lifts up. It's not going to be, it's not going to be fun. So here we are. Let's talk about finance. Um... <laughs> Bet you didn't think you were going to hear about that at Legacy Sunday. Look, financial, finance has been an interesting one for me over the years. Um, I've struggled with it, particularly when it comes to church, I'll be honest with you. Um, if it wasn't for, for my wife, um, I think I would have been another two years late to the party in, in being generous 
um, with what God has given me, um, which sounds funny in and of itself. Um, you know, we've, we come, come from a, a, you know, a few different churches and have had very different experiences over the years. And I really struggled to give for a few years. And, and, and what I learned is that when it comes to finance and faith, it's, it's a mixture of things, right? It's seeing the practicalities of seven baptisms today and 150 grand going to missions and our, dropping our senior pastors and Craig at the airport today to go back to Ukraine. Yeah, back to Ukraine. Um, they went back. So it's, it's a mix of those practicalities and my faith and my trust in what God is doing personally for me and my family and what God is going to do personally for you and your families um, when it comes to the area of finance. So we've chosen to be faithful in that area and that's not a brag, that's just a fact. Um, but I wanted to share that it has been a journey and it's been a struggle. Um, now, when it comes to legacy, that, that's an interesting one. Again, I wasn't, didn't really have an experience of sort of an above and beyond offering that happened in church until, until we actually came to, to KCC. Um, and what I learned over the years looking into it, because we look into things when we want to understand them, um, is that finance is about above and beyond. I look around the room today and there's some seriously generous people in this room. We have experienced it personally. But I don't want to just experience generosity the best experience of generosity is being generous. And I can attest to that over and over and over again. God is good. Um, and I was going to share all these thoughts on legacy. Legacy to me means a whole lot of things. Um, but, but thinking, the thinking behind it first. I got a message from my lovely wife, Nikki, um, because we've been deliberating over what we want to give, what we want to sow in. And she sent this a little earlier today. Um, this year has been mental. <laughs> um, random back pays. Random payments with no paychecks from you know a fairly sizable company don't tell them um god has been insane to us i believe this is her words not mine i believe that what we are willing to give will be seen again in 2023 we will see this insanity again in 2023 I'll, she said i like the idea of feeling a little sick about the amount a little excited that god has to stand in the gap we have so much we've got equity we have wealth and we have so much more to come. I'm happy to do X amount, um, but above all, I trust Jesus with our family and I trust Jesus with our finance. And that's what it comes down to. So yeah, amen, Nikki Jackson, she's a flipping legend. I, I, I swear without her, I'd be, I'd be in so much trouble. Um, and and that, was, that was it for me, that, that was my why. That is our, as a family, that is our why. And I encourage every single one of you to find your why tonight. It's not a watch what the morning does and hope that the morning service carries the weight and does all the generous things um, because we're, we're younger and we... A small amount is a big amount in God's eyes. So I am squarely in this camp over here that thinks that every single person who calls this place home should be coming up and putting a pledge card in the bucket and not observing. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave that with you. I told you about my button, so forgive me. You, you should be okay to hear that from me. But a couple of practical reasons why, beyond, beyond faith, because it should start with faith. We give into legacy because we get, the, we get the benefit of hindsight, right? How many times do you look back on a situation and wish you did a little better? Well, right, legacy is actually about looking back and, and looking what, you know, where other people have gone before us and, and done things that we benefit from, whether that's an inheritance or an investment, whatever it is. Well, right now, we're actually sowing into our future. So we give to legacy for people like Felicity Jenkins and people, even saying it, people like Catherine, 
because my girls, my, my four-year-old daughter and my, my one-year-old daughter, I get to see those two worshipping on stage. They get to see people like Jesse Rose and Brad. They have their godparents sitting in the front row. That was built in Kingdom Culture Church. And so we believe we sow into that because we are creating a legacy for them. We are creating a legacy for your kids, your grandkids, whoever they might be that, the, that can be blessed to walk through these doors or impacted by the, in the community because of the work that happens in this house. That's, that's why we give to legacy beyond our tithe. Um, and I'm really, really thankful that people are willing and able to go above and beyond. Catherine serves faithfully, but let me tell you, she goes above and beyond in her service at this church. Every single staff member goes above and beyond. Um, so I just encourage you to just reflect on that. We're going to have a time, we're going to have about 15, 10, 15 minutes where the, you're going to sit under some amazing worship and we're going to have time to personally reflect on, on what we're going to bring to the altar because we're bringing it to the altar. It's a sacrifice. I'm well aware of that. Um, I feel a little sick, um, but it's, it's a good sick. Um, so I encourage you to reflect on that. How do we give? It starts with the cards. They're really important, aren't they, Jan? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have some details on here that we'd really love for you to fill out. Um, what I wanted to call out first and foremost, we have full name, email address and mobile. Um, fill that out if you like. We'd love for you to fill that out. But if you feel to give anonymously, that's okay too. Skip that part. Um, that, is, that is more than okay. What we would love everyone who's going to give tonight to do is chuck in the amount that you want to pledge. Um, and we ask that you, that can be fulfilled in the next six months. So it's not a give everything now, tonight, you know, pay wave that 30 grand or whatever it is um, that you feel is on your heart. Um, but yeah, if you want to make it work over a period of time, figure out what works for you. Because I do feel that we are all called to give. And, and I, I'll say it again. A small amount is, is not an insignificant amount. So I challenge anybody that's thinking in their heart and telling themselves that lie. Um, underneath the amount, if you can please tick the box of the way you're going to give. If it's going to be by bank transfer, that doesn't have to be now. Whenever it is, whether it's one amount or multiple amounts over the next month, few months, um, please make sure you put legacy offering in the, in the reference so that that makes life easier for Jan. You should see how she manages these books. Um, we have the normal ways of cash and text to tithe with credit card. So let's all, let's all listen, just listen in on some of the administrator for a sec. With credit card, please fill out the section uh, below that has name and card number and all that sort of thing. And someone from accounts will be in touch with you to, to fulfill that because we can't ask you to put your little, you know, the, the secret three-digit number, whatever that is. We can't ask you to write that down in here legally. Um, so make sure if you're doing credit card, put your mobile number in so that someone from accounts can contact you to get that done. If you would like to do the credit card tonight, please head up to the Hello Hub uh, at the back after and we'll process that payment. If, uh, if it's cryptocurrency and you've got any money left in crypto these days... Um, <laughs> because mine's looking low. Uh, <laughs> I'm just sitting on it, waiting for that bounce back. Hey? Um, if you've got any money in cryptocurrency still, um, scan, the, scan the QR code. I think, Dan, Fred, you said zap the QR code this morning. Um, zap that QR code. We should all know how to use them by now. Um, and you can give by following the steps, um, whatever they look like on the other side of that QR code. Um, so they're the ways. They're the ways to give. That's the card. It's the secret source. Um, please, if you're giving, please fill that out. Um, and as I say, if, if you want to do it anonymously, that is A-OK. Um, final thing before, we, before I hand back over to worship. I'm going to just dwell 
in the, over there on the wall. Um, if anyone's got any questions, if you've got a question about what Pastor Fred shared on, if you've got a question about anything, um, how to complete this, anything, just come find me. I'm going to chill up there once I've done my pledge card because we haven't done ours yet. Um, come find me and ask questions. You can find Jan and ask questions or Pastor Fred because um, we un- understand that it's a, yeah, it's, it's a different one. But we are full of faith. I am full of faith for 2023. I believe we are going to swim against the stream against the things that are being spoken over society and the economy right now. Well, we declare prosperity in the House of Kingdom Culture Church. We declare prosperity in the region of Moreton Bay. We expect it. We wait upon it. And I think it starts right here, right now with every single person. So Lord, we come to you surrendered, vulnerable, and we just I ask that you would have your way in my life and in my finances. I believe that you are you are master over it all. You manage finances, you manage my life far better than I do, Father. So tonight we just give it to you. We pray that you would have your way. We we pray stewardship over the finance that's given. We declare souls one to you in Jesus' name over 2023. I thank you for the generosity that flows from this house. And Lord, I just ask a blessing over every single person that sits here tonight, every single person that calls this place home. Lord, we give tonight to you. We choose to stand in the gap and create a legacy for our future generations, for the future generations of this region, Lord. And we sit here with expectant hearts and give it all to you. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Give it to you in Jesus' name. And every single person said, Amen. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's message. Our hope is that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If not, we'd like to invite you to begin your journey with him today. When we read scripture, we see that sin separates us from God, but that our relationship with God is restored by salvation through Jesus Christ. This happens because God gave Jesus his son to die in our place to deal with the sin problem, and he rose again so that we can have eternal life with him. If we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, we can know salvation today. If you're ready to do that and turn from a life of sin, then pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Saviour. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time today, we would love to know and reach out to you and support you. So please contact us at hello at kingdomculturechurch.com.au.